Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Hello. On behalf of our entire flight crew, thanks for soaring with us. Hello. It's time for another Disney Brit Bite Size. It's the 10th edition of the show, and it's our smaller show that's the companion to the Disney Brit Radio Show. Thank you once again for joining us, and hello, Alan. Did you just say that it was the 10th edition of the show? Yeah, it's the 10th Disney Brit Bite Size. Uh, it's the 12th, man. Is it the 12th? Wake up, wake oh, it's up. It's the 12th, I don't know. There we go, it's the 12th. I should know that. I should have some sort of OCD about numbers and stuff like that and know what's going on. I've got well, no we idea. Made, we made it complicated because we did two parallel shows, haven't we? We did, that is true. So um, there we go, it's the 12th Disney Brit Bite Size. And we thought we'd bring you something a little bit different today, which Alan's a little bit apprehensive about, I think, aren't you? You're right, I am. <laughs> um, I don't know if any of you uh, happen to peruse Radio 4 very often. I'm not one of those people, I must admit. But there is a game show on uh, Radio 4 called Just a Minute which some of you might listen to. And what we thought we'd do tonight is myself and Alan are going to have a go at playing the game Just a Minute. For those of you who may be listening in the US, have no idea what this is about, it's a radio quiz show, I suppose, that happens uh, once a week, I believe. It's been hosted by the same person since goodness knows when. And the idea is the guests on the show are given a topic and they must speak on that topic for a minute. They are not allowed to hesitate. There's no hesitation allowed, no repetition allowed, and no deviation allowed. And the other people who are playing basically can pull them up for those three things. So hesitation is any sort of pause... Uh, any sort of stutter, anything like that is classed as hesitation, it can be challenged and if we challenge it and that person is correct, then the person who's playing gets this Um, repetition is any time that they repeat something they've already said, so the same part of that topic that they mentioned again can be classed as repetition and deviation again is something where um, they might kind of deviate off of the topic that they're supposed to be talking about by trying to continue speaking for that particular minute so that's the idea now, what also can happen within that section is if Alan, let's say, manages to um, pull pull me up for hesitating, for repeating myself or for deviation, then what he can do is he can then continue that topic and if he manages to get to the end of that minute, whatever the time is left on it, then he will get an additional point. So it's a point if, one, you manage to get through your entire minute without any getting stopped for any of those things. You can get a point if you manage to correctly interrupt the other person, and then you can get an additional point if you manage to finish the remainder of their minute. So, in theory, by challenging, you could end up with two points, and by completing it, you end up with one point. Does that make sense? Yeah, sort of. Are you keeping the score? I'll keep score. I've got score here. So, I have got a list of topics for Alan. Uh, Alan has got a list of topics for me. Neither of us have got any idea what the topics are. Uh, but what we do know is that they're all going to be Disney related and uh, I think it's going to be quite interesting to see what either of us have come up with for the other person. So um, hopefully... The thing which is going to wind me up about it is yeah. I always do the hesitation. Right. If, you, if you've ever listened to any episodes of Disney Brit, which Adam probably hasn't... Yeah, of course so. I've got this breath thing. Here it goes. And then I say some words. So there's yeah. my hesitation. Okay. And that's my thinking time. Well... When I hear um, hesitation, I will tell you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. So, um, so who wants to start? Are you going to start or should I start? Shall I give you a topic or are you going to give me a topic? 
Um, I'll give you a topic. You're going to give me a topic. Okay. So uh, if you want to play along at home, you can do this. It's absolutely fine. You know, if you want to pause it, have a go at it, and then join in with what we're recording, that's absolutely fine. We have a piece of music that is lasts exactly a minute, and as soon as that piece of music starts, that's when we start our topic, and the moment it finishes is when we do. So if I, I go wrong or get challenged, you'll hear this. If I manage to complete my entire minute, you'll hear this. There we go. Right. Alan. Obviously, the timer stops. The timer stops. Yeah, if you hesitate, I will pause the timer. So you've got a lot of things to sort out. I've got a lot of things to sort out, as well as talking about my particular topic. I've also got to make sure I keep everything going as well. So this could be interesting. Right, Alan, what is my first topic? Right. Your first topic <coughs> is living with the land. Right. It's a topic on living with the land. I have a minute starting now. Living with the land is an attraction that you'll find inside Epcot, particularly in the Land Pavilion. It is an attraction that takes you through yes. gardens and... Is Sorry? Is it called a repeat? A repeat? Why, why did I repeat? Repetition, that's the term. Repetition. When did I say that? You said attraction twice. Yeah, that's, that. that's allowed. I, will, I listen to Radio 4. Right. Is that not allowed? Am I allowed to that's say the word attraction allowed. twice? Okay, no. so I so what you're telling me is I got that wrong. Yeah. Okay, in that case, Alan, you have 51 seconds. However, I will say that I'm allowed to say the word attraction once. Okay, you have 51 seconds to talk about living with the land, starting now. Living with the land is an attraction where you are sitting on a boat going through a greenhouse, watching lots of people do their gardening. <laughs> Hesitation. <laughs> right, I'm getting it back then. Okay, I'll continue with where I was. Um, am I allowed now to use attraction again? Um, no, because it's part of your initial set. Okay, here we go then. So I'm going to continue with uh, 42 seconds. Here we go. You pass many things while you're on Living with the Land. I remember seeing fish and I remember pumpkins that grow in the shape of Mickey Mouse. There are lots of other plants and items that you see as you go through as they tell you about how we use agriculture in order to grow the things that we eat. It has changed over the years. Once upon a time you would ride inside a boat and you would have a narrator who would be live and would tell you everything about uh, the attraction as you were going through. And then they got rid of that person and it was all done with live narration. And sadly, I think the attraction completely lost everything that it had before that person was there. And it's a real shame. One of the great things about it is that quite often you get to see lots of different things to do with... I win! Oh, I, I, there was a couple of times I thought, did he say narration two or three times? I don't know. I said attraction a few times before I got away with it. <laughs> Okay, so I get a point. Boo. Boo to me. Right, okay, Alan, it's your go. Okay. See, I wasn't as mean to you. So your first one is, I would like you to speak for a minute on the Magic Kingdom. Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Magic Kingdom is a huge theme park where you just seem to wander around for hours getting lost. There are maps available, but everybody doesn't seem to look at them. They just seem to walk around uh, paper-based printed items without concentrating where they're going. Uh, Hesitation. <laughs> I got stuck with maps. <laughs> I could see oh, myself God. going into a little tiny filtered area of a topic which I thought, hang on, I'm doing something wrong here. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, so I've got 40 seconds to continue talking about the Magic Kingdom. Are you ready? 
Here we go. I could get two points if I managed to complete the entire 40 seconds. Uh, having taken your topic, it could be another two points to me. Here we go. So, the Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom was the first park that was opened in Orlando, Florida on the 1st of October 1971. It consists of seven lands and is a place that you can go which is full of fantasy and magic. It's quite often the place that people call the home of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and other of the Fab Five. There are some fantastic attractions within the Magic Kingdom, one of my favourites being Haunted Mansion that you find inside Liberty Square. And Liberty Square inside the Magic Kingdom has a big brown road that runs through the middle Liberty of it. I was okay. going to pull you up for mouse, but I was being kind. <laughs> okay, so you've got 12 seconds to finish off the Magic Kingdom. If you finish this, you get a point. Okay, Are you ready? I'll get a point here. Three, two, one, go. The Magic Kingdom is my favourite place to go because I like to walk around and see the characters dressed up in their finest garb. Right, point for Alan. Okay, right, Alan wins that one. It's garb. Hey? said the word garb what's that mean garb outfit clothes costumes that sounds, that sounds good to me <laughs> yeah that sounds close enough as long as it makes sense oh man right okay alan that is a uh, point each then so coming up next is my next topic what have you got for me um okay you ready yeah go on then we've got 60 seconds on the dole whip right are you ready 60 seconds on the dole whip starting now, the Dole Whip is a very refreshing beverage slash snack that you can find in the Magic Kingdom and also in the Polynesian Resort. It is only two places in the whole of Walt Disney World that this is available and there's lots of different versions. You can have the Citrus Swirl or you can have the Plain Pineapple but each of them comes with pineapple juice underneath. Now this is a place, uh, Dole Whip is a thing that you can get inside Adventureland in the Magic Kingdom and you will always know where you can get a hold of these because it is always where there's a massive queue because they seem to be so popular these are the things that people want whenever they go to the park. If you go over to the other place that you can get them which is the Captain Cook's Gallery I believe the queue's not so big because people aren't always aware that this is where they also exist. It's a good thing to have if it wants to refresh yourself and you want something that can fill you up as well due to the ice cream base giving a really good filling into your tummy as well as the refreshing pineapple that also comes on top. I was going to get you on pineapple there but uh but what? too close. Another point to me. Okay. Oh. I right. thought that'd be a tough one, that one. Yeah, I did all right, didn't I? Right, if we're playing, if we're playing tough, young man. Are you ready? I need a, a less squeaky chair. You also need to be prepared for this one. I would like, please, a minute on Disco Yeti. Are you ready? Three, yep. two, one, go. Disco Yeti is a character that is based within Expedition Everest. He is one of the most popular characters within that ride because he is also the only character within that ride. That was a complete repetition. You just managed to do it yourself. <laughs> Brilliant. I love the fact that you've just actually managed to say, oh, I've just made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. So I've got 46 seconds on Disco Yeti. Oh, man. I'm going to quicker on this one. Okay, are you ready? Here we Let go. Let me just get my squeaky chair moving. Get your squeaky chair moved. Here we go. 46 seconds on Disco Yeti starting now. 
Disco Yeti is not its real name, it's actually just a Yeti from Expedition Everest, but it was given the title due to the strobe light that was placed behind it when the animatronic itself broke down. Now, we don't know what kind of animal this Disco Yeti may be, maybe it's a cow, maybe it's a sheep, maybe it's some sort of mythical creature related to the monster that we see in Maelstrom at Norway, but what we do know is that he has his own song that you can actually find on YouTube. If you type it in you'll find a song that's based on a Lady Gaga track that is very very entertaining to listen to. Now he's supposed to have been fixed, the Imagineers had said that they were going to fix it, but sadly it seems that this hasn't happened, and to this day all you can see is that awful light shining behind it. Oh yeah, uh, I, I do a lot of repetition, don't I? Yeah, I think you might do. Uh, <laughs> How many points have I got now? Yeah, you're on one, and I'm now on four because yeah, I've just managed to steal yours. Okay, it's now my turn. Oh man! Right, go on then. Give me my next topic. Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island. Okay, a minute on Pleasure Island, starting. Now, Pleasure Island is a place that I used to love going to visit and had some fantastic places inside it. It had mannequins, which had a dance floor with a rotating floor. Um, I've just repetitioned floor twice, so there we go. I just managed to take myself out of it. Okay, you got 49 seconds on Pleasure Island. Are you ready? I just also say that yeah. um, when you said come up with topics, I forgot the fact that the topic could bounce back to me. Yeah, so you're now in trouble. <laughs> Are you ready? Pleasure Island, 49 seconds, go. Pleasure Island was a, a place in downtown Disney where they used to celebrate New Year's Eve every night of the week, apart from when the local residents started to complain and they seemed to phase them out. The uh, fireworks used to... You said, uh. Yeah. And I'm starting to think, what, what, what am I going to say about fireworks? <laughs> they were rubbish, that's what the fireworks were. Oh, Okay. They were, yeah, that's that very true. They were rubbish. Okay, with 34 seconds for me on Pleasure Island. Are you ready? Here we go. The Adventurers Club was inside Pleasure Island, and it was a place that I used to frequent very often and enjoy many of the entertainments that were inside. The show inside the main building was fantastic and used to include lots of humour and I believe a duet between two people. There was also Kungaloosh, which was possibly one of the most famous drinks in there. As well as that, there was also the Comedy Warehouse, which had some fantastic improvised performances by many of the best entertainers you found in Walt Disney World. It was certainly something that kept me laughing for a very, very long time when I was there. You'll do this too easy. <laughs> right, it's 6-1. Um... Okay, Alan, are you ready? I clearly can't multitask. I can't think what I'm going to say. I'm, I'm multitasking. Talking. And you're sorting out the music. Yeah, exactly. Right, your next topic. I'll go easy on you. Okay. Okay. I would like you to speak for a minute on Frozen. Are you ready? Yeah. Go. Frozen is rubbish. The end of my story. No, my kids love it. My kids love it too much. <laughs> That'll be repetition then. Do you think? <laughs> oh my word. Oh, so 53 seconds for me on Frozen. Okay, are you ready? I'm going to go back and listen to all the podcasts, see how many times I repeat myself. 
crap, you sounds of it. Okay, 53 seconds. I'm Frozen starting now. Frozen is the highest grossing Disney animated movie of all time and follows the story of two sisters, Anna and Elsa. Sadly, I don't get to enjoy Frozen as much as I would like because I don't have any little girls who I'd love to take to the parks and meet the princesses because my son thinks princesses are gross. Uh, and and uh, as well, which was probably a big one. Uh, okay, it's now thirty-three seconds to you for Frozen. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. The film Frozen was based upon the uh, Snow Queen story by Hans Christian Andersen, but it seemed to deviate from that story into a larger plot. Frozen seems to go off from just being a film it's turned into a lifestyle for many people and everything is adopting Frozen. I'm struggling to say yeah. words now. <laughs> uh, that's hesitation, I think. It's, 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 it's some brain hemorrhage, that's what it is. <laughs> and that's hesitation with nine seconds remaining. Oh, do you think you'll be able to do it? I don't know as I will or not. We'll find out. Are you ready? Here we go. Frozen for nine seconds. Go. Frozen contains a huge amount of songs, including one song that seems to be extremely popular, which is Let It Go, as well as the song Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Song. Too late. Time was up by that point. Uh, okay. 8-1. <laughs> right, it's my topic. Got You've got one. Okay, it's my topic. Um, leave a legacy. Oh man, you are mean. Okay, leave a legacy. You ready? Leave a legacy. One minute. Go. Leave a legacy is something that you'll find inside the entrance to Epcot, and it was given away to many, many people somewhere around 2005, I believe. I got given mine. Where you have a photo taken, and it's etched onto a piece of metal and placed onto a plaque. That plaque is stayed inside Epcot for many, many years, and you can head over many, to. Many, many. You've done many, many, many times. Many, many twice. Damn it. Okay, you got 41 seconds on Leave a Legacy. I'll, I'll let you off with your first lot of many, many. <laughs> but then when you did your second lot of many, many. <laughs> Many, 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 many. Right, are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Leave a Legacy has your face etched upon a bit of metal, which also becomes boiling hot when the sun shines down on it. I didn't manage to get a Leave a Legacy plaque my honeymoon, even though I was given the option to have one free of charge. The other people that I do know do have one. They've them called Chris, Steve, Dave, Catherine, Barry, John. Okay, that's deviation. And Surely that's deviation, is it not? Probably. <laughs> You're just naming people who probably don't exist. <laughs> right, it's 15 seconds on Leave a Legacy. Here we go. I'm going to try it. Three, two, one, go. Leave a Legacy is a. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, I've just snorted on air. Brilliant. There we go. <laughs> Um, right, that's me out already. 11 seconds, Alan, for Leave a Legacy. Then you, you could have three points. Oh, man, this is hard. Are you ready? Leave a Legacy. Go. Leave a Legacy is the one thing that you're going to trip over to as you go into Epcot. The granite stones are huge and they cure the view. Well done. That's three points to Alan. Get in. Oh, that was hard. 
How can you speak about leave a legacy for a minute? Okay, your turn then. Uh, you have got... No, I'm not going to give you that one now. Um... <laughs> You're rating harder ones down now, aren't you? <laughs> I've, I've got some difficult ones down there. Okay, I'm not going to be too mean on you this time. Uh, you've got a minute to talk about Muppet Vision 3D. Are you ready? Three, yeah. two, one. Muppet Vision 3D is a fun attraction within MGM Studios, which is what the park used to be called. It is now called Disney's Hollywood Studios. The attraction is based within a theatre, which is also the Muppets Theatre, and has some very good in-jokes based around the outside of its decor. Some of the interesting things that you can see are ice creams that are based in flower pots. And there are other... That's hesitation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 32 seconds on the Muppets. On Muppet Vision 3D. Okay, here we go. Muppet Vision 3D is a fantastic attraction in Hollywood Studios. There's loads of uh, brilliant little tidbits and hidden gems within the actual queue itself and the pre-show area and the show. If you head into the door of Muppet Vision 3D and look on the floor to the right, there's a sign that says key under the mat. If you lift up the mat, there is indeed a key under there. Inside the pre-show area, there is a great in-joke called 2D Fruities, and also the pre-show video takes place over three individual screens that join together to make lots of lovely... Well done. Right. It's 11-3. <laughs> okay, you've got to give me... Have one. I got 11? I've got... Yes, you've got 11, Alan, yeah. Um. Right, go on. Well, we're going to do two more each. Right, okay. Okay. So give me one. Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears. Right, okay. Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears. Starting in three, two, one. The Gummy Bears was a television show designed for children that was on in the 1990s. It was on ITV in the UK and on ABC in the US. There were lots of bears who were dressed up in ridiculous outfits. One I remember being yellow and I think she was the only female. They lived inside a tree trunk and the song told us that they were bouncing here and there and everywhere. It was a very entertaining and catchy tune and I found that the baddie, who I've forgotten the name of, was rather scary as a child. It was. Um, I think that's a hesitation. I think that's a hesitation. Oh, do you know what? I don't remember anything about the gummy bears. Okay. That's that's also the point that um, I realised that I don't know. <laughs> We've got twenty three seconds left on the gummy bears, and you've got to talk about it. Are you ready? The gummy bears are twenty three seconds. Go. There were several gummy bears within the gummy bears. I'm allowed to say that, gummy bears. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, carry on. Um, there was uh, Gruffy Gummy, who was um, voiced by Bill Scott back in the day. There was Corey Burton and some other people that also did voices for the gummy bears. There was a gummy called Tummy Gummy. There was one called Grammy Gummy. Well done. I clearly do not remember anything about the gummy bears at all. I, I only really knew the song. <laughs> Gummy Berry Juice, that was another Gummy thing. Berry Juice was indeed there. Um, okay, right, so you've just given me one I knew nothing about. So it's time for me to return the favour. Alan? Yep? You have got a minute to talk about 
Star Wars. Are you ready? Go. Star Wars is a crazy film setup that loads of people love, and the people that love it so much themselves are should the. We, um, should, we, should, should we put you as hesitation there? Was that hesitation? It was a hesitation stroke repetition. There we go. Hesitation stroke repetition is fine. Okay. Right. Star Wars. I got 48 seconds on Star Wars. Right. Here we go. Star Wars is set in a universe created by George Lucas and contains many wonderful characters including C-3PO, R2-D2, Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, the Stormtroopers, Jabba the Hutt, plus many others. There are lots of locations that exist within this particular universe including Tatooine and Coruscant and they... The, that hesitation. <laughs> I think it might have been. Um, I got into, do you know when you get yourself to a situation where you start a list and then you can't stop the list, but you're running out of things to say on the list? That's yeah. what I've just done. Okay, 24 seconds on Star Wars. Are you ready? Go. In 2012, the Walt Disney Company acquired Lucasfilm for $4.05 billion and announced that three new Star Wars films was going to be made. The first film, Star Wars The Force Awakens, planned for release. December this year, around the 18th, contains. Right. Is that hesitation? I don't know, it's a load of rubbish. That's hesitation. <laughs> oh, there's two seconds left. Hesitation for two seconds. Are you ready? Harrison Ford plays the role of. <laughs> well, yeah, the say was let the force be with you. <laughs> Right, there we go. Right, um, so is this my last one now? And you've got one more. Okay. Right, so give me my final one. Extinct Attractions. Right, Extinct Attractions. Okay, so Extinct Attractions for one minute. Go. Mission to Mars is an extinct attraction that used to exist within Tomorrowland and it used to have Mr. Johnson in the pre-show. You used to go inside and you would ride a space rocket into the outer atmosphere. There was also many other attractions in the Magic Kingdom, including the swan boats that would traverse the waterways of Cinderella Castle and you have the opportunity to go and look around the castle from a different point of view. Where the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is now, there used to be an attraction opposite it called Alien Encounter. Alien Encounter was a right... Alien Encounter twice. Ah! And I went to talk about Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor having Alien Encounter inside it and realised I was on the wrong side of Tomorrowland. Um, okay, 25 seconds on Extinct Attractions. Are you ready? Go. One of the Extinct Attractions that stands out for me the most will be the Backlot Tour which technically is extinct now. The mine train ride there, which is nothing to do with it. Is, <laughs> That's uh, deviation. <laughs> That's complete deviation. Oh, okay. Ready? Uh, 10 seconds I've got. Here we go. The Backlot Tour is extinct, and it used to have some wonderful elements, including a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids section where you'll be able to ride on the back of a bee. I got one point for that, so that's 14. Okay, Alan, your final one. Yeah, I feel lucky. Okay, let's um, let's talk about extinct attractions still. 
Okay, and you have got a minute to talk about Maelstrom. Three, two, one, go. Maelstrom was an attraction within Epcot's Norway Pavilion, which took you on a journey across the very, very rough Nordic seas. It was a powerful tidal whirlpool that dragged you down into your doom, maybe. The boats that you were on were Viking longboats and were very uncomfortable. Hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll own up to that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right, 32 you, seconds. Go on. I'll, I'll, I'm going to say something. I'll say it after you. No, go on. What you can say? Go on. Well, as soon as you say Maelstrom, the first thing I think about is, right, okay, let's type it into Google so I can get some information. And I'm actually telling you about um, actual Maelstroms. Have you been cheating? Have you been using Google? Not all the time. The 4.5 million Star Wars acquisition. Yeah, I had a feeling you might have been cheating a little bit. <laughs> right, okay, you're cheating and still losing. Okay, Maelstrom, 32 seconds. Are you ready? Three, two, one. Maelstrom is an attraction that is now closed in the Norway Pavilion in Epcot. It was an attraction that was built as part of the opening day celebrations and was funded partly by Norway itself. It's an attraction that I enjoy going on and it's one that my dad is scared to death of due to the waterfall which he always thought we were going to fall out of rather than the boat stopping, changing direction and then going down a slope backwards. There's a troll inside Maelstrom as well as the Viking boats that you sit in and as you travel through the Nordic Wonderland that is that particular country you find that there's loads of right is, is it close it's it's very close ladies and gentlemen alan <coughs> got five that's not bad could be worse i got 16 there we go that wasn't bad going was it no. that's that's not bad going at all he says uh, okay, there's our just uh, just a minute. We thought we'd have a bit of a laugh this week on the Disney Bit White Size, and we want you to join in. We want you to have it go. So you know. Um we want to continue our Tomorrow's Child stuff that we're doing with uh, the Disney Brit Radio Show. Uh, do you want to explain a little bit about what you want to do with this, Alan? Um, I'm just trying to think. Are we doing the? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna quit. How private word with Adam here? We're doing the just a minute or the rainbow. Uh, no, doing do a bit because we're just a minute. Yeah. Right, okay. We want the children of uh, the Tomorrow's Child's children to submit a minute of conversation talking about, or as long as they can do without the pause, hesitation, deviation, about a Disney character. And the topic is going to be Buzz Lightyear. Okay, so they have one minute to talk for as long as they can about Buzz Lightyear. That doesn't make sense. They've got a full minute to do it in, and uh, they've got to see how long of that minute they can last talking about Buzz Lightyear. Send your audio into radio at disneybook.com. We're going to use it in a future edition. If you are still uh, getting ready to record your Mina Mina as well, please record those, send those into us, radio at disneybook.com as well, because we are still going to use those Mina Mina stuff for a future edition of the show. So this is another Tomorrow's Child we're asking for. Send an, uh, an audio clip of your child trying to talk about Buzz Lightyear for as long as they can, up to a minute, to radio at disneybook.com. Com. That should be a bit of a chuckle, I think, indeed. Yes? Definitely. Okay, do you want to talk uh, just a bit running team very quickly before we go? Yes. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> so, what do you want to talk about about Disney Bit running team? Um, 
Well, it's getting closer and closer to the date of us going to do Blackpool. Yep. And we're going to sort of large it up there big time. There is some bad news. Oh, no. What? The initial hotel that we chose is now fully booked. Yes. We have um, managed to book it out. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. We were the last ones to book the rooms, weren't we? Sort of, yeah. The, um, basically, when we decided to book the, the hotel, we, there was 20 plus rooms available. And then within three days of announcing the official hotel, there, is, there was one single room, and it has now been booked by someone who is coming on the, the uh, Blackpool weekend. Technically not a runner, but uh, they will be... Done a runner. They'll, they'll be good fun. Um, so we're going to have to try and find another hotel for everybody else that's wanting to join along. I know that there's some other people have discussed the idea of going to the Big Blue Hotel. Yeah. Um, it all depends on where everyone else goes to. If, if there's more people at another hotel, we'll start to move to there. Um, not necessarily move our rooms. We'll still be staying at um, the Parisian. Um, everyone that's in the Parisian. Um, I've spoken to the Parisian. They're more than happy for everybody to use the facilities at their hotel, i.e. their bar and their booze, <laughs> which should be fun. Um, so that is where we're at at the moment. Adam currently hasn't booked his room yet. No, I haven't. I missed out on the Parisian. I can't believe it. So I've got to find myself somewhere else. So if anyone's got a sofa, if not, you'll find me kipping underneath the Blackpool Tower. Yeah. Get, bring some of your camping gear and you can stay in, yeah, just stay in the tent. Yeah, stay in the tent. Fine. <laughs> um, but it, what I would suggest that you do is talk about it in the Disney Brit Run team group Yeah. Um, and try and get another hotel where there's like, a few people together because I'd hate to think that there's someone going to be walking home alone in the dark streets of Blackpool. However, if that does ha happen, we will more than happy to chaperone people to different yeah. places. Yeah, we'll make sure that happens. We'll make sure that, we'll make sure that everyone's safe. Yeah. That's the important bit. Um, we are going to be doing a 5K run. Um, originally, we looked at doing a 5K run straight down the front, down the prom, Yeah. which I thought would be nice and easy to do. We'd be able to get the tram down to one end and then just run to wherever it takes us but then I realised that's going to be like an endurance race because I've, I've noticed when I do my 5k's around here that I'm looking for little turning points right okay I get to that point then yeah got that section out of the way if you're just running down the prom it is going to be a very long arduous task so we've decided to um, have a look into it and I think oh, I can't remember if it's Lou or Claire that's volunteered to map out the a new route for us. It's one of the twins, yeah. I know they're individual people. <laughs> no, and they love to be known as, as twins together. I know that. They're going to hit me when they see me in Blackpool. Aren't they? So they're, they're looking into doing a, a, a another route for us. Yes. Um, so we will aim to be doing a, a run. Um, and the idea is that the run will be finished in time for us to be able to check in, get showered up. Yeah and get back out onto the streets of Blackpool to do whatever we're going to be doing. So there we go, that's going to be happening. So um, we will keep uh, you updated on what's happening with regards to that. Also, to talk about running team and all that sort of stuff, just a reminder that myself and Alan and Stephen, uh, who is also part of the Disney running team, uh, we're going to be doing Rock Solid on the 19th of September. It's a 10k mud obstacle course, and uh, we're going to be raising money continually for Cordwell Children. We're still going to be doing the same with this particular event as well. If you do want to sponsor us, it's justgiving.com forward slash Disney running team. We're trying to raise as much money as possible for Cordwell Children, and this is all part of our efforts 
running up to the half marathon in September 2016. So please do support all the work that we're doing there. It's justgiving.com forward slash Disney Brit running team. It is all gratefully appreciated, all of the money that we raise. Um, you know, we're putting a lot of effort into the training for it because we want to raise as much money as we possibly can. And also, we don't want to make fools of ourselves, to be honest, when we go out and do it because it's with a lot of other people and we want to sort of give it our best shot and and try our hardest so you know we're yep. going to we're going to do the best we possibly can and, and we'll report back when we've done it so it's just giving.com forward slash disney brit running team i think that's yeah. everything with regards to sort of new information for the sort of we've got a we've had another donation which um, we've never announced yes yet. i want to say thank you to hillary murphy for her wonderful donation thank you very much to her uh, and uh, our running total is up to £325 at the moment so we want to keep that going and get that a little bit higher if we can right that's it thank you very much for joining us for this Disney Brit Bite Size we'll be back next week for a full Disney Brit Radio show you can of course continue to follow us on Twitter at Disney Brit and go over to facebook.com forward slash uh, Disney Brit Podcast. You can of all course join the Disney Brit Running Team uh, Facebook group as well which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Disney Brit Running Team and any questions, comments, suggestions, anything at all you want to send us, uh, you can send it to radio at disneybrit.com that also includes any of your audio clips for the Menomina for your Tomorrow's Child and also your Tomorrow's Child talk for a minute about Buzz Lightyear uh, that's it I think we will return next week have a good week, until then We'll see ya.